Um, so blocking, um, like, what do you, what, I guess, cause what, what kind of, um, so you are probably wondering what you just heard. Maybe you thought it was a mistake, something I accidentally did in the editing process. Well, you're wrong um, because I I started this episode with this clip on purpose for several reasons. The first one is I wanted to be transparent about how I sound sometimes on these episodes. Being a podcaster who stutters, who also edits my own show and my own stuttering is a delicate dance. Sometimes I am more fluent in some episodes than in others. This episode, I felt like sharing a moment where I really got stuck and couldn't quite get my words out at all. Um, And you might not even have thought that that was stuttering because it doesn't really sound like the typical type of stuttering we might hear in a TV show or maybe a movie. Um, And how I approach editing these episodes, I usually leave my stutter in, but sometimes I edit based on how I'm feeling that day. Like if I'm a little more impatient that day, I might you know, not leave in as many pauses. Um, but I always try to, of course, make the episodes as authentic as as possible. And I'm very trusting of my intuition when it comes to making these choices. And yeah, I just wanted to share that with you all as a way to kind of un- pull back the curtain a little bit behind P- Proud Stutter. Um, All right, so now that I've gotten that off my chest, it's time to get to my interview with Blaze Ventura, a 20-year-old person who stutters. I'm Maya Chupkov, and I'm a woman who stutters. Welcome to Proud Stutter, a show about stuttering and embracing verbal diversity in an effort to change how we talk about it, one conversation at a time. Welcome back to Proud Stutter. Today, I am so excited to be speaking with Blaze Ventura. He is a 20-year-old person who stutters. He's about to make um, a huge transition. He's moving to Colorado to go to college at Colorado State. Welcome, Blaze, to the podcast. Uh, Yeah, thank you for having me. So, Blaze, you emailed me um, a few months ago, and I was just so excited that such a young person reached out and wanted to be on the show. I was wondering, can you tell our listeners why you decided to reach out? I kind of approached you because, um, like I, I saw your podcast, I saw a couple others, but I liked yours the best. And then I, and I try to, then I felt, I tried to find one on blocking specifically because it's different for me because I don't repeat 
as much as other people do. So I'm more blocking. And so I'm trying to figure, understand more about my blocking. So that's why I felt open to reaching out. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so glad because you're so right that we don't really have an episode that talks a lot about blocking and, you know, I'm sure we'll get into other topics too, but yeah, I really do want to talk about, um, blocking and that unique experience. But before we get there, I was wondering if you can just talk a little bit about growing up with a stutter and, and what that was like for you. As a, as a kid and like growing up, I didn't know what I never wanted to, I I didn't know what it was and understand it. And I didn't want to be that different to everyone else. So like in high school, I started to a little bit kind of just, it's, I I started to I started to understand it more and 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 like not till about tenth grade so I was what like fifteen, um. I started to kind of more understand how it's kind of stuck with me, and I just have to do my best to um. To practice and get my breathing down correctly, and so around around then I I. Um, and I loved meeting new people, but unfortunately, but stuttering, it doesn't really allow that. So, um, so around then I just kind of put it like, put stutter on the side. If it happens, it happens. I won't stop me from meeting new people. And if someone asks, I'm open to saying, telling them what it is. I totally relate to that. When I was growing up, one of the ways that I would get away from the pain is I would just pretend that the stuttering didn't affect me. It would come up, but I would just laugh it off or I would, I would, I would figure it out when like, I just was so good at just, you know, not having it be a part of me for so long, even though it was a part of me that whole time. So, so yeah, like I am very much connecting with you right now um, on all that. Can you talk about your feelings around your stutter? Like how how do you view your stutter? Yeah. Um I I used to think about stutter about it as not part of me like like think like I used to think about it as as like a like think about it as the bad guy in a, in a way and just kind of thought about it's there but I'll have to get get over it, and and, and get by it for me to move on, to, for in, in conversations in life. And I don't think and I know, I know the term accepting your stutter. I know that's um maybe my my speech therapist has told me I haven't accepted it. I need to accept it. I I never really understood that, and I don't know if I will or not. But yeah, it's a. It's a part of myself, but also I don't want to make it my whole like 
my my whole life, my whole personality. So I try to I try to not think about it, think about it as the bad guy, as someone I ha I need so someone I need to beat, and that's been a better mindset to me than just accepting it. I feel like if you accept if you accept it, then you're not gonna try as hard. I'm trying to think back when I was your age, because you're you're to twenty, right? Right. So when I was twenty. Um, I remember that was like kind of the the peak of my dating life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I just remember it being really hard, especially like this one, um, this one experience comes to mind where I'm like dating. And it's like the first time I meet someone, I can be completely fluent. And then the next time I stutter and they're like, wait, what's going on? Like, what what's this like why are you having so much trouble communicating so i'm wondering like what has dating with blocking been like for you um definitely difficult because so saying my name is the hardest part is the I, i i'll i'll always block on it so going up and introducing myself to some to a girl or or, to, or or even trying to make new friends, um. But so so I try to like. So I I have been just like, so trying to like if I if I were to go on a date if I were to ask somebody out, um. I'm more comfortable doing it over the phone over a test message, but um. The, other than. In, in person because i'll even if i already, already know the girl and i'll say like after like if you want to go out i will i i'll like get too excited and might block on that but dating it's the date itself and dating um i will block and but then they either won't really notice or i, I mean i i won't say anything the first couple like i won't say in the first couple of dates so then they'll kind of be like ask like like if i if i block if i'm blocking they'll be like they'll ask it um they ask me like they ask me if i don't remember what i was gonna say and so that comes up a lot if i do i remember like 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 do you forget do you remember and it does bother me, but also I'm um I kind of push kind of push past it, and if I'm with that girl with that person for long enough, then I'll tell her. Then I'll explain why I've been doing that. But besides that, it um no one I've been with really questioned it. Besides, if I don't remember what I was gonna say or not. Have you ever thought of um? introducing yourself as a person who stutters or you're not at that point yet i have i have done it um i i did it for my um my one class uh last semester like my my college my college class you had to make a make a um make a powerpoint by yourself like it was like three strengths and three like like flaws by your like flaws and so i put stuttering and 
that was the first PowerPoint. So then, so I, so, well, anyway, so I put stuttering and when I did that, I can tell everyone had that kind of like fake nice to me. And it was just, well, it didn't really feel good. Like, 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 especially, I don't know if it was just because I did it in front of a big class that I thought it'd be, it'd be easier, but it wasn't easier than I, than if I just wouldn't have said anything. Did anyone, did anyone or did your teacher approach you after or ask about it or? Um, yeah. I t- um, my one teacher kind of, he just kind of said how he used to stutter, but it wasn't as bad. And just kind of like the, and just said, it's okay. I don't know. Just the basics. Um, yeah. I mean, they, like people tell me all the time that they used to stutter, but it went away. And I'm like, that's not really, then you didn't stutter. Did you put your stutter under the positives or the, no. the <laughs> negatives? Yeah, <laughs> negatives, negatives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I'm wondering, like, I, I bet it would have been a very interesting it, experiment if you had now that you say put that, it under the positives. Now that you say that, it, it, it would have been like a shocker. <laughs> because just thinking about my experience in college, like, just the fact that you put it on a slide. Yeah. When I was 20, I wouldn't even think twice, like, I wouldn't even think to put stuttering on anything yeah because i feel like i resonate with you so much and that it's just i always felt like stuttering was you know not not something i wanted to draw attention towards Mm -hmm. because i'm human just like everyone else and i'm just gonna like keep pushing through because what else is there right i'm not just gonna stop talking yeah well i mean really the only reason i did i did I did um, put that on there was, well, because uh, my speech therapist at, at the time, she she said, uh, she, she said, try to introduce yourself as a person stutters. So I, f- I felt like that was a pretty good opportunity for me to do that and see, and see how it went. Um, but maybe moving forward, maybe I, I might do it again, moving forward. Um, but that, that specific experience didn't really benefit at all. It just kind of made people, made people be like, 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 like pretend to be nice or pretend to understand. Yeah. It's kind of a surface level, like, oh, like, you know, I had this thing too and I can relate, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. But it's really, you're like, "Mm, that's not really the point of that was. Yeah. (laughs) And speaking of school, did, did you ever encounter anyone in your life in school who who also had a stutter i'm i met i had, there's some people in my uh classes i i met two people that I, I knew who that stuttered but um never had the chance to have a conversation about it the but the people i did i didn't meet they all they had was a stuttering word they keep they kept they kept um going over and over the, the same, the same syllable or the same word. And so I, I always felt like, even in this stuttering like community, I never, like, I never met anyone who just blocked. So I felt, so in a way I kind of felt le- even more like left out. Cause of my, even when I told, um, even like my teachers or, or someone that they understood stuttering, but then they never, then they didn't know 
that like blocking was included. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, I feel like people only view stuttering one way. Yeah. When in fact, there's so many d- different types of stuttering and blocking is definitely one of them. And then there's also cluttering. Cluttering is kind of like, like, it's not quite like blocking, but it's also interesting because you're still kind of, it's almost like you're dancing around your stutter. Yeah. Um. So I'm not sure if, if that, if cluttering, if you felt that you experienced some of that too, or would you consider you more in like the blocking world? I yeah, th- I think I, I used to be, I used to be. Cause I, but like even like wh- when we first realized I was stuttering, I think those couple of years it was stuttering and repeating the syllables over and over. But then as I was growing older, I'll be fluent, but then I'll block. Before we recorded, you mentioned um, that anxiety and blocking were very connected um, in how you kind of think about your stutter. Can you talk more about that? The thing with blocking, my my anxiety is stronger than how much – like I, I'll think I block. I'll think I'll block, so my anxiety will stop me from approaching people. Like so, it's so much work harder because even if I know it'll be easy, like, 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 if I want to go get, like get some food, like calling, like, like ordering food, mom, I have the anxiety saying I'll, I'll mess up, I'll mess up, but in reality, I'll, I'll say it, and it'll be perfectly fine, perfectly fluent. So that so like so having so my anxiety is is maybe a little bit stronger than my blocking self, and so that's that's been really tough. Have you experienced anything like that? Yeah, I've had anxiety my whole life, yeah. and <laughs> and I feel like there's definitely a correlation between anxiety and stuttering, and I think a lot of that comes from all the trauma we've experienced as, as the people who yeah. stutter because our whole lives we've been, um, we've been interacting with people who are judging us and thinking we're a certain way because of the way we speak. And over time that starts to build up yeah. and it can really impact your self-esteem and your con con confidence can you relate to that type of anxiety i have a fear of like being left out like fear of missing out so i'll then i'll have that anxiety of if i don't go up and and approach that person or put myself out there then i'll miss out so but then then there's also another anxiety where um like being excited to approach be excited to approach or, or if I'm going to an event. So, 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 so there's a little bit of both a little bit of me. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be okay with blocking Cause I want to, I, I want to go and do this thing or, and then there'll be anxiety where, um, like the other part of it where, or if I don't do it, then, then, um, 
then I don't. I won't know if if anything will happen. No, I've never heard someone articulate that the way you just did, and like that is so insightful, honestly. Because I never thought of it like that. Because like I, 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 I'm getting into. I'm into. I'm, I'm reading like, like a lot of books on, on like, like how to, um, like. Not making friends, but like, 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 like getting my behavior into, in, like changing my um, my, my thought patterns and, and, just, like, um, I don't really know how to explain this, but like, like books on how to on, like, like how to make like like how to make friends, how to, um. Like, like how to do diff- different approaches and how to get like what you're looking for back so so that's I think that's why I've, I've had I've changed my way of of thinking and part of this mind shift that you're you're talking about and in, in changing your way of, of thinking is because you've been in um, CBT right which is stands for cognitive behavioral therapy how how has that been going and what is it and so what that is doing is changing my thought pattern and getting rid of that anxiety of, and, and I think speech therapist is trying, is telling you how to, is trying to, um, change the way you talk. And I, I didn't really like that. Well, that's what my um experience was. So now I'm seeing cognitive behavioral therapy and it's just trying to, um, change the way you think about it. Yeah, see, well, I've de- I've been hearing more and more about that um, and, as a way to help. Yeah, I, I I've been doing it for about a month and a half, and I've already and like I've been probably introduced. I've went up to strangers and introduced myself about maybe like ten times, which is big. And and if and like before for that, I probably have, I probably like the the before that like in the past two couple years i didn't really put myself out there as much as people who stutter we all you know deal with it in different ways and there's steps to like accepting and maybe being more comfortable with your stutter and so i think you definitely took a step by reaching out to me and wanting to be on a podcast because we all know like once you're on a podcast, you're, you know, you're, you're there, like someone can just Google you. Right. And mm. listen. So, right. so now like, I just, I feel, I feel like you, you're in this new part of your stuttering journey. And so where do you see your stuttering journey taking you, let's say like five years f- f- from now? I don't, I don't really see myself doing more with, with, um, other people or like an organization. I just kind of want to help myself. And then if I, and then someone like someone comes along the way and, 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 and then ask me for help, then I, I then, ask you for opinions then i would love to help them but um 
for myself. I don't know if I would see myself being part of um, a being part of a, a organization. Yeah, I think what's really missing in a lot of the stuttering conversations is like this conversation we're having of not everyone who wants to talk about their stutters at the same place. And so I think a lot of people who might be in a very similar situation as you of like someone who's on a a self-improvement journey, not everyone has to like be officially part of the stuttering community to like, you know, still, you know, tell their story. Like there's, there was something pulling you to want to be on this podcast, right? but it's like, there's also people that just want to live their life and just not have stuttering be like their whole identity. Yeah. Like, like that's what, yeah, like that's what the whole it's accepting your stutter think term. It's like making it your whole identity. It's like, no, I don't want, I don't want that. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't want that. Yeah. When I was younger, I didn't want to go anywhere near the stuttering community. So I think a lot of people will relate it to this conversation. Blaze, thank you so much for being here. Can you tell um, our listeners where they can find you? Uh, yeah, my yeah, my Instagram, it, it's B-V-E-N-T-U-R-A and then eight. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Blaze. And that's it for this episode of Proud Stutter. This episode of Proud Stutter was produced and edited by me, Maya Chupkov. Our music was composed by Augusto Denise, and our artwork by Mara Ezekiel and Noah Chupkov. If you have an idea or want to be part of a future episode, visit us at www.proudstutter.com. And if you like the show, you can leave us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. Want to leave us a voicemail? Check out our show notes for the, the number to call in. More importantly, tell your friends to listen too. Until we meet again, thanks for listening. Be proud and be you. Be you.